Welcome to Supply Chain Now, the voice of global supply chain. Supply Chain Now focuses on the best in the business for our worldwide audience, the people, the technologies, the best practices, and today's critical issues, the challenges and opportunities. Stay tuned to hear from those making global business happen right here on Supply Chain Now. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Scott Luden and Greg White with you here on Supply Chain Now. Welcome to today's show. Greg, how are you doing today? How many times are we going to have this discussion today? <laughs> it feels like about 18 so thus far. I am doing very well, but it does seem like you've, we've had this same question three or four times today. Hasn't it? It's been a big day, but I like how we're wrapping it up. Well, you know what? A big day for a lot of big things taking place in a big global industry. Oh, and hey, we're going to continue. You. I'll try. We're going to continue that theme here today as we're going to be talking about shipping challenges and innovations, especially for merchants and consumers. And Greg, we're going to be trying to answer that age-old question that has risen to the top in recent years. Hey, where's my stuff, right? Right. So it should be a good show. All that matters. That's right. That is right. So we've got a great business leader joining us just momentarily. And Greg, looking forward to working through a great conversation in the minutes ahead. So with that said, I want to introduce our featured guest here today, Archita Prasad, Vice President of Strategy and Innovation with InsureShield Shipping Insurance by UPS Capital. Archita, how you doing? Hey, thank you. I'm doing really good. How are you guys? Wonderful. Yeah, We're better great. now, Greg, yeah. right? Welcome aboard. Thank and you so Ar much. Thank you for having me. Well, Archita, you know, you've already proven... Greg, she's already proven her and her team, they're problem solvers already, right? We've already uncovered that in the pre-show. Yeah, no Absolutely. doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to know you a little better, Archita. And I want to start with spent, and we got our two-decade rule around here, but we, you spent more than 20 years as a senior leader in strategy and transformation and change management, amongst other things, at some of the most well-known businesses in the world, IBM, NCR, and now, of course, UPS. You're also a certified lean coach, amongst other things. So question for you. Mm -hmm. What is one lean tool that you believe more business leaders should utilize today? Wow. Lean. That takes me back to my previous life. Lean is something that I did a long, long back when I was with the auto industry. But nonetheless, the concepts of lean are easily transferable to what we do today, agile. That's a concept that we use. That's very, very important for how we run our business today. So the lean principles or uh, agile principles, rather, they borrow a lot of their concepts from lean, right? To achieve uh, flexibility, uh, adaptability, responsiveness, speed, the concepts like customer feedback, failurely learn fast, iterative development. All these are concepts which are very closely aligned to lean concepts of delivering value to the customer most efficiently by eliminating waste across the process. But mm. returning to your question on, on a tool, it's difficult for me to call out a single tool. I would say mm. it's the mindset. It's a lean, agile mindset, the concept of fast product development, continuous improvement, mm. continuous learning, customer centricity. These are the things which I would say is what's most relevant in today's world to stay competitive and innovative. 
Archita, well said. I love that customer centricity, that mindset, so powerful. Greg, we've been talking a lot for years now, even a lot this week, even about removing waste out of the equation in all of its forms. Greg, your quick response. Yeah, what what a, a cool evolution from lean into agile, which uh, I, I hadn't really thought about the relationship there, but both trying to accomplish the same thing, right? Be efficient, grow rapidly. Mm-hmm. evolve rapidly. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm. And one quick follow-up on a personal note, Archita, you share with us pre-show. I just uh, laid out that you are a certified lean coach. You also have other coaches, like we all do, meaning our kids are smart coaches that help us do everything else in life. Is that right, Archita? Yes, I have three of them. <laughs> <laughs> are their consulting fees as expensive as uh, all the others out there? Oh, that's a lifetime consulting fee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Probably All right. $600,000 until they go to college. So, goodness just gracious. So, you know, <laughs> for your budget. That's right. That's right. All right. Moving right along. I want to get to the topic at hand today. We're going to be focusing on effective and innovative ways to improve shipping, which, you know, it's going to help our listeners have on a variety of levels, but including help them have more successful peak season, right? Mm-hmm. So, first, I want to level set a bit here, Archita. Mm-hmm. What do you see as the primary challenges and opportunities for merchants in the latter half of this year? Yeah. So the latter half of the year is an exciting time for the retailers. Uh, As we approach the peak season, the retailers, they are securing their supply chain to get ready to serve the increase in demand that comes with the holiday season. But at the same time, they are anticipating, they are expecting a significant increase in the shipping loss and risks and also increase in porch piracy threat. Now, if I substantiate that with some uh, recent stats or historical stats, during the pandemic, e-commerce grew by about 20%. And during the same period, we saw an alarming increase in the uh, e-commerce fraud, about 40%. Mm. And porch piracy, that grew by about 20-25%. So these are the issues which really impact the merchants directly. They impact their top line, their uh, profit margin, and most importantly, their customer's experience. Mm. Greg, so bad actors aren't just stealing trailers of stuff. They're stealing smaller parcels off folks' porch, huh? Yeah. You know, anytime anything grows, the theft of it grows. This is one of the things that we've dealt with in retail forever. There is, you have this notion of shrink, right? Which is just expected to be in the 2% range for most retailers. If they can keep it at 2%, -hmm. they're pretty happy. So you've got it built into the profit margins. We all pay for it. All of us consumers Mm. pay for it. So, yeah, the ability to limit that is is critical, especially as as the goods get out of the retailer's hands much earlier in the transaction than they do when you go into a store. Mm. Well said, Greg. And just to recapture those numbers that Archita shared with us, or heard it, and correct me if I got anything wrong, Archita, I, that happens all the time, but e-commerce grew about 20% during the pandemic. Porch piracy grew about 25%. And fraud grew about 40%. Man, okay. So shifting gears from that consumer standpoint, let's talk about, let's get some of the good news. Two or three of your best tips for consumers out there that might be in that, in the higher risk areas 
affected by porch piracy. I keep wanting to say privacy, porch piracy, and other any other ne- negative shipping outcomes. What are some of your tips there, Archita? Yeah, sure. So they have a few options. You know, I'll talk about three options here. The first one is access points, which is a much safer alternate delivery option. So they can okay. choose to get their packages delivered to UPS access points. And we have a huge network of UPS access points. We have about 24,000 of those spread across the nation, with about 92% of the U.S. population living within five miles of any access point. Then the second one is, of course, insurance. So, you know, nowadays the retailers, most of the retailers, they offer the option to insure their package at the checkout uh, you know, point. So that's also an, a good way to safeguard your shipment. And then the third thing is My Choice. So My Choice membership, UPS My Choice membership, that allows you to ask for flexibility. So you can ask for your packages to be delivered at a different time or a different day, depending your, upon your schedule. And it also gives you real-time tracking real-time visibility so you are informed about your package status all the time. Love that, Archita. All right, so Greg, out of those three options, the UPS access points, you and I have used something similar. I think we might have used UPSs in, in the last year or so. Have, what are your thoughts, Greg? Out of those three options, anything you've used and would seem successful? Well, I am fortunate, I guess, to have kind of a covered porch where it's easy to put the stuff out of view from the street. So I haven't ha- had to do that. Why access points, Archita? Are you talking about, I assume, UPS stores? Yeah. And are there other types of things as well? Yeah, there are other types, other access points as well. UPS access Yeah, well, I, I would think, he, first of all, I love the guy that runs our <laughs> UPS store near our house. <laughs> Seriously, we send him Christmas cards. And so it's great to get in and see Richard, 1720 Mars Hill Road. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's a great option. You know, there are lots of those stores around 24,000. I had no idea. I think that's more than there are McDonald's, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) So they're pretty close to you. Yeah. Yeah. We got to check that. Or you know what? You could pick up your package and get some McNuggies, as my daughters call them, all in one same trip. 92%. You know, as often as a UPS store is in a strip mall, I don't know if this is true everywhere, but in Georgia, there's always a subway, a cleaners, and a grocery store. So, okay. Right? (laughs) One trip. Yeah. Yeah. You're about to add something there. No, I was just agreeing to what Greg was saying. Okay. So 92%. That's what we all do. Archita. I've spent five years now agreeing with what Greg has said. <laughs> I'm just following suit. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but I want to get back to this 92, talk about coverage. 92% when you look at these UPS access points are within five, five miles, miles of 92% of the, of the American population. Yeah. That's pretty, ex- is, pretty convenient and accessible. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just echo, and it's, it's funny that Greg had the address memorized. I do not. But over the years, and I think I've shared with other some of our other interviews with UPS executives, the UPS stores are just, they have really been impactful in my entrepreneurial journey. All right. So I want to shift gears. Speaking of UPS, we're going to shift over. I want to level set first, Archita, before we talk about some of the new innovation, innovative things that you're going to share with our audience. For some that may not know, 
UPS Capital is what powers Insure Shield shipping insurance. And as I've seen, yeah, how about that, Greg? Say that three times fast. Tongue, tongue twister for me. But as I've seen on some other outlets, including I think I, I was checking out Good Morning America, y'all have rolled out this new innovative product called Delivery Defense. So, Archita, first off, what is it, mm-hmm. and how have you seen it help Insure Shield customers with their SX, their shipping experience? Oh, wow, SX, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Stole it blatantly. I got to be honest. (laughs) I'm going to use it now. (laughs) So, From me to you. Delivery Defense is an advanced analytical tool that provides predictive insights to businesses, which helps them make better shipping decisions. And us being UPS, it leverages the largest UPS carrier data, historical shipping information, and uses advanced, sophisticated machine learning data models to assign Mm. a a confidence score to a given address. So the score is on the scale of 1 to 1,000, 1 being the lowest confidence and 1,000 being the highest uh, confidence. So basically what it does is it provides or it predicts the likelihood of a successful delivery for a given address or at a given address. Now, this kind of intelligence, it empowers the merchants to make much better informed shipping decisions, helping them decide whether to ship, how to ship, helping them become a lot more efficient. Now, that the Mm -hmm. score that I talked about, they can put specific business rules depending on the score that they get for the address, right? So, if it's high confidence, they can choose to still deliver. If it's low confidence, they can choose for alternate delivery locations like UPS access points that I talked about. And then if it's average, they can just opt for insurance. Mm. We need more confidence scores. I love that. Now, Greg, I heard a couple of, I saw your uh, head nods and a couple of, hmm, as Archita was explaining the, the model behind delivery defense. Your thoughts, Greg, on what she just shared? Yeah, it's basically a scale of zero to 99.9, right? What's the percentage that it doesn't get stolen? So I like that. Like I said, I have not had to use it, but I think that's a really good tactic. What I was thinking was a a merchant could actually shape your shipping options based on that. They could pretty much just exclude it being shipped to your house if the score is too low and say, or enforce insurance on the recipient, whatever. Yeah. So. I think that gives them a lot of options and I just see that happening almost invisibly to the, for the consumer, right? So they just go, oh, I can't get it shipped to my house, but I can get it shipped to the nearest UPS store. Yeah. Fine. Mm. Well said. All right. Um, Before we move on, speaking of confidence scores, Archita, are you, do you happen to be a baseball fan? No. Sorry. No. Okay. Sorry. Are you based in the Atlanta area, Archita? Yes, I am. Okay. All right, so you're an honorary Atlanta Braves fan, okay, at least for today. <laughs> okay. And we're assigning a confidence score to that upcoming, we'll probably publish this. You know what? I'm going to save this because it might jinx the Braves versus the Phillies, so I'm just going to save it. But I was about to assign a confidence score to the NLDS, but I'll, I'm going to save that for later. But you still are an honorary Atlanta Braves fan, at least today. I am. Archita. I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So. Let's tie things back. So earlier, you mentioned some of the primary challenges that merchants have at this point in the year. Let's let's speak more now that we really understand how delivery defense works. How can 
using this innovation? How can it assist in mitigating some of these challenges while ensuring those safe and timely decisions that we got to have? Archita? Yeah. So the key challenges that we talked about were shipping loss, risks, and porch piracy. So a tool like Delivery Defense, it empowers the merchants to to take a preventive measure. As I said earlier, if the address, depending on the score that they get for the address, they can take preventive measures. They can either choose to ship it at an alternate delivery location or opt for real-time tracking or buy insurance. So it basically helps them mitigate these losses by being more proactive about the decisions, right? And Mm. our research or our early findings using this tool indicates that the merchants are able to save up to 30% of their loss using this tool. Okay. So could be a stupid question, but I'll ask anyway. For those high-volume shippers, can you you set up presets Mm -hmm. based on the scoring so those decisions can be made without even, you know, any human involvement? Yeah, no, absolutely. They can set business rules within their system. So this is an automated process. They can say that within a certain range, do this. Within a certain range, continue with shipment. So we're trying to make it absolutely seamless and automated and as efficient as we can for the merchants. Love that, Archita. Now, Greg, in the bigger sense of automate, all these conversations we've been having, automation, taking some of the blocking and tackling off of the human decision makers, I think this kind of step in that direction, Greg. Would you agree? Yeah, I think this goes to what we were talking about before, where you could just set it up in your shopping cart as a merchant and just have it handled, right? That way, you don't have to make those manual decisions. I think that integration is, it's, Incredible, right? It's freeing. Yes. Just have it handled. Just have it handled. Hey, I'll sign up for that today, Archita, today. All right. So let's get some examples, some success stories from businesses that have utilized delivery defense already. You've already shared that 30% figure. I think 30% less theft or loss, I think, is what you shared there. What other results have you seen, Archita? Sure. So, you know, we have launched the pilot with a few select customers and uh, we are seeing very promising results so far. We serve a diverse set of customers, right? So we have provided or we are providing different options for the customers to integrate delivery defense into their existing systems, existing processes. So for example, it can be integrated into the label creation process, you know, basically helping them identify the addresses which need special attention or which need preventive measures. At the same time, it is also useful to help reduce the empty box returns by determining when it's safe to offer early refunds or when it's advisable to wait till we receive the package back. So there are diverse uses of these of this tool and we work very closely with our customers to identify what's most suitable for them. And we are seeing some, as I said, very promising and great results. Now sharing some key findings or I can't share too much yet, but I yeah, would love you have to, to kill us, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but I would still, I'm actually very, very proud of what we have created and how it's helping our customers. It's I'm really proud. But again, sharing some key findings, when we look at the overall customer volume and map it against the 
address confidence score. What we are seeing is that a very small amount of addresses, roughly about 2%, is contributing to about 10% of the losses, right? Mm. So the point being that by redirecting, rerouting just a small volume, 2% of the addresses, they are able to realize huge improvement or they're able to, to reduce their losses by a significant amount. Now, mm. when we did the same analysis just for retail industry, the results were slightly different. In this case, by rerouting about 5 to 10% of their volume, they are able to reduce their losses by one-third or 30%. That's mm. significant. That's huge. Agreed, agreed. Greg, before I, I'm going to ask her about e-commerce applications, because Archita, you've already, when, we were t- when you were talking about returns, that seemed to be a great advantage when when it comes to leveraging delivery defense. Anything else that, that for those e-commerce businesses that you haven't mentioned when it comes to deliver, delivery defense that you'd like to? Yeah, so delivery defense is a tool that's valuable for any type, size of the business, especially e-commerce, like for yep. large, large volume retailers, they are able to integrate delivery defense into or seamlessly integrate uh, delivery defense into their systems using API, um, you know, either at the checkout point or at the label creation point. And then for smaller growing merchants, we have another version of the tool available that's the a user-friendly web tool version, which we are launching pretty soon. So the point being that there are different different ways that the customers can use it. And Delivery Defense, it uses collective experience and intelligence of the entire UPS network, which is made up of data points from about 11 billion deliveries. Mm. That's significant. That's huge. Right? So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 11 billion, Greg, we talk about the ecosystem of data and whether it's reporting or technologies or whatever that leverages 11 billion data points are cheetah. That's something. Yeah. And and in the past, this kind of insight or intelligence hasn't been available for our merchants, right? And even if they try to do it, it has been a manual process. It's it's been a cumbersome, time-consuming process. But Delivery defense by using our, uh, you know, our data, our sophisticated technology, it has changed the game and it has made this entire process a lot more efficient and a lot more, you know, doable for our merchants. Mm. And impactful in a practical manner. Mm -hmm. Greg, but based on what we've heard there, before we shift, we're going to kind of make the turn down the home stretch and talk about predictive analytics in a second. But before we do that, Greg, any other thoughts as it relates to what delivery defense offers? Yeah, I think it's kind of a full loop security system if you think about it. If it identifies where it's dangerous or you know risky to deliver and where it's risky that you could receive a fraudulent return, then it allows you to identify policies that help eliminate that. I was thinking about the fact Way back when, Archita, when you were talking about whether you give an instant refund or you wait until confirmation of receipt, I, I, you know, I'd always thought of that, and I think for the most part it's true, that the people that wait for you to receive are small, 
whatever you want to call it, niche merchants, and they just don't have a good system other than physical visual verification that they got it back. Yeah. But with this, anyone can choose what their policy is situationally. And I think that is really, really awesome. incredible because then that it this becomes their system for eliminating as much risk as they can from mm. the delivery and making sure, first of all, the risk is not really on the merchant because, by the way, the merchant's already been paid. The risk is really on the consumer. So helping al alleviate the risk for the consumer as well. So I, I think that's a really, really important thing. And that could be a quantum leap for a lot of smaller merchants that are out there kind of struggling with the manual management of things like returns. Mm. No. Archita? Yep. Let me ask you a quick question. Those 11 billion data points, I'm assuming that's a dynamic set. So with each passing day, maybe each passing hour, the data is evolving and changing and giving you the latest and greatest actions to take, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So as we get more data points, the tool itself is becoming more intelligent. We are adding additional features, additional enhancements to make it even more impactful for our customers. Hmm. Learns technology is learning something new every day, even in the evenings as we sleep, Greg and Archita. That's a thought, huh? All right. I want to shift gears as we kind of start to come down to home stretch. I want to talk more about predictive analytics, get some of your thoughts and experiences and expertise, Archita. Starting with how can predictive analytics from where you sit help prevent shipping disasters mm -hmm. and those negative outcomes such as porch piracy? Yeah. So we talked about delivery defense. That's the live example. But the porch piracy or post-delivery loss which is the loss that happens after a delivery scan has occurred. That contributes to about 70% of the total losses, right? So the point being that porch piracy is a huge culprit in this area. Mm. Delivery defense or predict predictive analytics, which sits at the heart of delivery defense, it uses machine learning, it uses the historical shipping data for a given address to, to forecast the shipping outcome for that particular address. So mm. what we are doing with delivery defense is the ultimate example of how predict predictive analytics can use can be used to address porch piracy issues. It empowers the merchants, as I said earlier, and we talked about it several times, to take appropriate actions it makes them much better informed and uh, it helps them uh, mitigate their shipping issues, shipping problems. Lessening problems, saving them time, being smarter shippers amongst some of the advantages. Do the, top line, uh, helping them save their, uh, increase their top line, protect their margins and above all their customer experience, their mm -hmm. customer experience. Mm, very cool. All right. So, and Greg, Chime in. If I skip over you, I want to make sure we get your comment, Greg, if I'm moving too fast forward. But I want to apply it from predictive analytics to porch piracy, but also apply predictive analytics to some of these extreme climate conditions from wildfires, tropical storms, earthquakes, other natural disasters that we've seen, especially in recent years. Tell us more about how you see predictive analytics combating the shipping risk that are associated with some of these disasters? 
So there are many different things that that we can do using predictive analytics to address the extreme weather conditions or how to address shipping issues in these conditions. I'll just name a few. The first one is the early warning system. So basically looking at historical weather data to come up with advanced warning system or a system that can predict about extreme weather conditions, allowing merchants, shippers to to plan accordingly, right? Right. So that's something that we can always do. Then planning and supply chain. Who'd have thought that was something, (laughs) uh, Greg and Archita, huh? (laughs) So early warning systems is one. Yeah. Then second, I would say route optimization, looking at real-time weather data to plan your routes optimally, appropriately. And third, I would say, is asset protection. So analyzing your shipping lanes, your cargo, looking at the historical lane data, shipping data, weather data to estimate the the amount of risk associated and giving the merchants the option to opt for insurance. And there are many more, but all of them basically look at or target at helping the customers save their cost. And again, the same thing, their customer experience, most importantly. Because imagine the second half holiday season, we are expecting packages and something really, really, really important and the package doesn't show up. And you would never, ever buy from that merchant again. Right. That's right. And it would break your kids' hearts. Yes. It ruined their day. Uh, It adds to the tidal wave. Uh, post-season of returns that come back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's just do it right the first time. Get it right the first time. Yeah. Uh, that's the Greg, goal. That is the goal, right? Mm-hmm. And then going back, tying up full, all the way back to the lean conversation, taking waste out. If we do it right the first time, Okayoki. If you remember, yes. Okayoki. <laughs> yes. Mistake proofing. Yes. Our cheetah. Man, I feel like I just got a pop quiz, Greg. <laughs> all right. So, Greg, any comment there on, on some of those advantages that our cheetah just shared? Yeah, well, I can empathize with the impact of weather living in a coastal area, right? And having endured that. And in this last storm, we had a storm blow by South Carolina. It, in my area, it didn't have much impact other than some canceled dinner reservations and some delayed shipments. And I got to tell you, as a consumer, I knew that in this area that that they could have gotten here. They may have had to have gone around some other areas. They could have gotten here on time if they had in any way mm. planned and understood road things like road conditions and the actual weather that went went through and instead of whatever whatever they used to determine they couldn't deliver. Yep. And I didn't blame UPS, right? I, I didn't blame I didn't blame the weather whatever that storm's name was, Franklin or whatever. (laughs) I blamed the merchant because I just felt like they should do more diligence. And, you know, I think we've also seen a lot of companies, they just default to no whenever there is weather in a situation, whether it's extreme or not, and use it as a point to let down a little bit and not perform. So, Mm. um, you know, a couple of those things were things I could have used, one of which was a, hand crank radio that I could have used before the storm. Yeah. And <laughs> so for smaller merchants, this becomes even more useful because this is the last opportunity to create a good experience with their customers. 
If right. that goes wrong, they lose their customer forever. Mm, yeah. That's a great comment, and especially for the small businesses, as you point out, Archita. All right. So if folks want to learn more about delivery defense, maybe you want to join the pilot. If I heard you right, the ongoing pilot before, I guess, widespread deployment, Archita, will speak to that? Uh, we are almost concluding with the pilot and we are open for launch. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ready for lunch. Mm-hmm. Folks want to learn more if they want to sign up for the program. If they want to pick your brain, whether it's lean, whether it's shipping, whether it's supply chain or technological innovation, if they want to compare notes with you, Archita, how can folks connect with you? InsureShield.com. That's our website. And if they want to connect with me personally, it's my LinkedIn. Okay. It's just that easy. Yeah. We'll include that link in the show notes because that's a really long URL that I can never memorize, Craig and Archita. Yeah. We'll include that in the show notes. And big thanks for your time here today, Archita Prasad, Vice President of Strategy and Innovation with InsureShield Shipping Insurance by UPS well done. Capital. Hey, we try. Archita, thanks for being here. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure being with you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, so don't don't go anywhere just yet. So, Greg, out of all of that, right, we covered a lot of ground there, a lot of different applications. Uh, a lot of them are universal across industry. A lot of them are very more targeted, like some of the uh, specific examples we shared. If you had to point out to our listeners one key thing from our conversation with Archita here today, what would that be, Greg? Well, any opportunity to deliver better is great, especially as Archita talked about, if you are a small business, you're disadvantaged already because you don't have access, you don't have your to the kind of um, advanced technologies. And this one is, is being provided for you that gives you insight into how likely it is to get to delivered, enables you to build policies and adapt on the fly mm. around that. And then likewise for returns, which is a critical, Scott, how much we love to say the supply chain is circular, right? So mm-hmm. it's critical for those small businesses. So I see this in, an incredible bridge to level the playing field with the big, the big e-com companies out there. Love that, Greg. What a great note to fin- uh, finish on. Folks, don't ship like it's 1982. Lean in to doing something different and take advantage of those 11 billion and growing data transactions that's offering up a dynamic solution. So big thanks to Archita. Big thanks to the team behind that helped make production happen here today. Greg, always a pleasure to knock out these conversations with you. But folks, to our listeners out there, hopefully you've enjoyed this chat with uh, Archita and the team over at InsureShield. Do put something in action note. Mm-hmm. Learn something. Archita brought a truckload of brilliance. Take something, put it to use. It's all about action. Deeds, not words. With that said, on behalf of our entire team here at Supply Chain Now, Scott Luton challenging you, all of our listeners, do good, give forward, and be the change that's needed. And we'll see you next time right back here at Supply Chain Now. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being a part of our Supply Chain Now community. Check out all of our programming at supplychainnow.com and make sure you subscribe to Supply Chain Now anywhere you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next time on Supply Chain Now.